0: Hey, before the show, we just wanted to thank you so much for listening. If you like what you hear, check out more content at com. Thanks so much.
1: What's good? Okay, no thank you. Why, hello there. Okay, I hate that. (laughs) Greetings, everyone. What's up, Mymarinac? Howdy, folks! Who wrote this stuff? Are you serious? Why, hello there. That's eating. your only line! What do you mean? That's your only line! Try a different That's language! Fine. Hello, this is Abora. Yag's <laughs> yeah, a mess. Yeah, it's so easy, why don't you guys try? Okay, three, two, one, go. This is American Public Radio!
0: Good morning. From Ameronek Public Radio, this is Before the Bell. I'm Jane McNally. In this season, we're bringing you news and updates on all things the war in Ukraine. This is part two of our episode breaking down the refugee crisis within Ukraine. Check out part one of this episode for a full rundown on the Ukrainians that still remain in the country and the various reasons they've stayed behind. Russia invaded Ukraine on February 24th. Since then, an estimated 10 million Ukrainians have been forced to leave their homes. Additionally, the UN has estimated that 3,100 Ukrainians have been killed. Today, with fellow student producer Anna Robarts, we're diving into the enormous refugee crisis that has ignited as a result of the war, how Ukrainians are leaving, and where they're going. So Anna, the Ukrainian refugee crisis is still unfolding as we speak. Throughout May and April, there have been about 50,000 Ukrainians leaving the country every day. Could you
1: walk us through what their journey has been like? So ever since the initial Russian invasion, there has been a constant stream of people leaving Ukraine. The journey for all these refugees varies depending on where they lived. However, there is a common thread between most Ukrainian refugees. After Ukraine instituted martial law, it was declared that no man between the ages of 18 to 60 would be allowed to leave the country. This means many people have to leave the country without their brothers, fathers, sons, or husbands. 90% of people leaving Ukraine are women and children. There are a lot of mothers leaving Ukraine who will need to figure out how to look after their children while finding a job. That will not be an easy task. And finding work or childcare facilities and schools will only get harder as more and more Ukrainians seek refuge outside their country.
0: Right, so getting out of Ukraine doesn't seem easy for anyone. Deciding to leave your home and your family behind isn't a choice that anyone wants to make. But for people who did choose to leave, what's life like outside of Ukraine?
1: So, Poland, the country that has received more than half the Ukrainian refugees so far, has tried to lift some of the burden off these women. The Polish government passed a series of laws to strengthen their support for the refugees by legalizing their stay in Poland for up to 18 months. These laws also offered a one-time grant to be paid per person, amounting around 78 U.S. dollars. This, coupled with the generosity from Polish residents who invited refugees to stay in their homes, has provided a somewhat stable environment for these displaced women and children.
0: So it sounds like Poland is doing everything they can so far. But you mentioned earlier that as more Ukrainians leave and go to countries like Poland, there may be a lack of resources. So what are some of the problems at hand for
1: Poland? Well, Poland is already facing many problems. Many Polish families who initially welcomed refugees have begun to wonder when they will leave, and some have even begun to make the Ukrainians pay rent. Paying rent puts a huge financial burden on these refugees, many of whom are single mothers with children. Poland also has an inadequate childcare system, which is particularly bad for children below the ages of six. Affordable preschools and other forms of daycare are in short supply throughout the country, and spaces weren't readily available even before the refugee crisis began. In many ways, this is the core of the problem. If mothers had people to look after their children, they would have an easier time finding work.
0: So Anna, you said earlier that most Ukrainian refugees have ended up in Poland. But what about the rest of the refugees?
1: Where are they going? So, besides Poland, most Ukrainian refugees have gone to Romania, Russia, and Hungary. Wait, why are people going to Russia? Well, as of May 15th, 834,434 Ukrainians have gone to Russia. While this number may be surprising at first, it's not hard to see why they went to Russia. For some of the far eastern cities in Ukraine, like Mariupol and Luansk, Russian troops have already moved west of them meaning that Ukrainians trying to flee west would be heading into an active war zone. So heading east to Russia, in most cases, is the safer option.
0: Okay, so most of these people would prefer to be in Poland or other western countries, but the journey from Ukraine to Russia is the more feasible option.
1: Well, amongst that 843,000 Ukrainians going to Russia, not all of them are going for the same reasons. There are some Ukrainians who are Russian supporters that would prefer to be in Russia, and there are some people that just don't have many options and are finding themselves venturing across the Russian border.
0: So we've broken down the many places Ukrainians have been forced to flee to. But what exactly is the scale of the Ukraine refugee crisis? How does it compare to other refugee crises in recent history?
1: Well, the Ukrainian refugee crisis looks like one of the worst crises of the last 60 years. As of May 15th, just over 6.2 million Ukrainians have fled Ukraine. And if Ukraine were to allow every man to leave, the number of refugees would likely double.
0: Taking into account how quickly things have been developing, it's important to stay up to date with what's going on and how things are changing. That's what we're here for, telling the stories of the war, ensuring that we're all informed enough to have constructive conversations about the conflict. If you're interested in supporting those affected by the violence in Ukraine, check out the Ukraine Crisis Fund at my.care.org and consider making a donation. Again, I'm Jane McNally.
1: And I'm Anna Robards. And you've been listening to NPR's Before the Bell.